0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and
1: the internet. Information you want, what? all the help you, you need. need. Your Tech Life, with Trevor Long.
0: Thank you for listening. Hello. Episode 264. I'm a day late. And I owe you an extra day for that. I think I'll make up for it in a few weeks when we go back to back day after day at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas uh, in early January. But uh, you'll forgive me this time, my mother was down last night and I thought it a bit rude to leave her in the lounge room watching TV uh, and coming into the studio, so yeah, I've decided to um, stick it an extra day late. But that's okay, all good here and lots to talk about tonight. The issues are, what did we talk about on Facebook this year? playstation is 20 years old what that's a bit scary for people um we're going to talk about tesla cars and we've got a bunch of calls all thanks to the good people at garmin garmin satellite navigation gps technologies um as always you can get in touch just go to the website eftm.com.au uh or you can jump on twitter at trevor long is my name and my twitter handle um so that i can uh yes join you and say hello um It's uh, easy to get in touch. I'm here to help you. If I can't help you, I'll find someone who can. Um, We've got calls tonight on warranty issues, iPads, cable modems, Pioneer, uh, in-car units, so lots to talk about, as well as those stories I mentioned. So jump on the line, say g'day, and I can try and help, or whether you've just bought a new product and we'll have a chat about that, that's okay too. Anything you like on your tech life. Uh, It's all fun and uh, all exciting uh, here on Your Tech Life, uh, each and every week, available normally on Tuesday nights. But um, sometimes, you know, a little bit little bit later, but that's okay. You're, you'll get over that, won't you? You'll be all right with that. And uh, I'll keep you up to date with all that's happening. Plus, of course, if you want uh, another half hour of tech news, you can join Stephen Fennick and I for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, the year in review from Facebook. This is very interesting. You know, I love these things. We talked about the Yahoo stuff and the Bing stuff. So the most checked into places where I, was where I angled myself here. Um the the fun part about this is this is real data, you know, people checking into places on their mobile phones. And, you know, you don't do that more in one place than another. You're just a tourist or you're a fan, you do it you do it wherever you are. Melbourne, struggling, right? They only had one of the, in the top ten. Darling Harbour was the most checked-into place in Australia, followed by the Sydney Opera House. Then the MCG, which is kind of, you know, a little bit uh, weighted because, you know, they hold so many sporting events, they're large numbers of people just on a weekly basis. So they did well to be the biggest sporting venue, but only, only the, the only Melbourne venue and only number three. Sydney Harbour was number four, Taronga Zoo was number five. So Sydney, woohoo, four out of the top five. Yes, I'm parochial to my um, current home state, but yes, in state of origin, I do support the Queensland, so get over yourselves. Uh, the, the bottom five in the top ten, still, you know, five of the top ten were Queensland. Warner Brothers Movie World, Sea World on the Gold Coast, South Bank in Brisbane, Dreamworld Australia, and Surfers Paradise. So there's your top ten. The most talked about topics in Australia, Robin Williams, Tony Abbott, Malaysia Airlines, the Ice Bucket Challenge, Game of Thrones, the Ebola virus, the conflict in Gaza, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the World Cup and the Melbourne Cup. And somewhat similar globally, interestingly, the World Cup was number one, Ebola number two, elections in Brazil number three, which shows the scale of the population there. Um, Robin Williams, the Ice Bucket Challenge, the conflict in Gaza, Malaysia Airlines, the Super Bowl... Michael Brown and the Ferguson um, location and the incidents there, and the Sochi Winter Olympics. Now, for some reason, the only other thing Facebook provided as data from 2014 were the top global games of the year. And I would like to call this the most annoying things that happened on Facebook this year. Cookie Jam. Thankfully, no one's invited me to that. Bubble Witch 2 Saga, Candy Crush Soda Saga, Klondike, Kim Kardashian, Hollywood Old Vegas slot, League of Angels Hero Defence, Super City and Sparta War of Empires that was the year on Facebook yeah, unbelievable right so, Sydney beats Melbourne by a long way, hello rivalry anyway, that's the year on Facebook and if you want more information, I've whacked a few of those stats up at eftm.com.au Your Tech Life with Trevor Long so PlayStation is 40 years old. Sorry, 20 years old. Can you believe that? 20 years ago, the PlayStation came out. Now, I'm feeling pretty darn old right now because I was 18. That's how old I am, people. Yes, I'm 38. I'm feeling really old, if I'm honest. Things like this really set you back. <laughs> they set you back a lot. Um, so I was, I was 18. the PlayStation came out playing fun games. I didn't have a PlayStation. I got a PlayStation 2 many years later. But to celebrate the 20th anniversary of PlayStation, they've released a very interesting product. Very interesting product. A 20th anniversary edition of the PlayStation 4. Uh, it is the old grey, the original grey. It is has the original logo. Um, it has a very beautiful embossed Kind of PlayStation and twenty anniversary kind of logo all over it. Um, it it's it has a grey controller. It has um it has the eye the PlayStation camera as well in the box, but it's not available in Australia. Now I'm very fortunate to have one, um, and I'm happy to declare or state that it was a gift from Michael Ephraim, the the boss of Sony PlayStation in Australia. Um, and I, it takes pride of place here in the Man Cave. Um, I haven't really downloaded any games onto it yet, but I'll get to that. Um, it is stunning, and I've taken photos of it. If you want to have a close-up look at the PlayStation 20th Anniversary Edition, it is at eftm.com.au. But importantly, because uh, you can't buy it here, you can only win it here. So I recommend immediately that you go to Facebook's Facebook and the PlayStation Australia Facebook page. They are going to be giving them away in December. So keep your eyes out. The only place you can get them. Facebook and Twitter. I saw, uh, I think JB Highfire or EB Games had something to give away. So keep your eye out for promotions. They are going to be hot. Hot, hot, hot. So I was distracted there by a, um, by a tweet from a mate of mine, uh, Josh Jansen. And... He's got an R7000 router, which is one of the Netgears, I believe, and he's tweeted his speed test results on a wired connection and a wireless connection, and he's confused as to why the wireless is so slow. You, my dear listeners, know why, don't you? Because something on his network is slow, and your wireless speed is only as fast as the slowest device on it. Very interesting. So I shall tweet him back shortly. Anyway, in the meantime, Garmin. uh, Thanks to our good friends at Garmin. And without them, without their support, this podcast either wouldn't exist or wouldn't be free. And if I'm completely honest, I know you wouldn't pay for it. (laughs) So uh, a couple of you might. And I appreciate that. But probably enough, not enough to make make it viable for me to continue doing. Um, So without their support, that wouldn't be the case. And I appreciate that. So check out products, especially around Christmas time, like the Garmin Vivo Fit. $129.00. Uh, great fitness band. It's the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. It learns your activity level, assigns you a personalized daily goal, displays steps, calories, distance, monitors your sleep. It pairs with a heart rate monitor if you've got one. It's got over a year of battery life. You can save, plan, and share your progress on Garmin Connect. And um, fantastic product, $129. Available in a range of colors and uh, a great little gift for Christmas. Anyone that is even half interested in um, in health and fitness, the Garmin VivoFit. Fit. Check it out at garmin.com.au. Thank you for listening. This is Your Tech Life. Get in touch anytime. Go to the website eftm.com.au. G'day, Robert.
1: Trevor, how are you going?
0: Good, mate. What can I do for you? Well,
1: look, I've contacted you probably out of frustration more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got an iPad 3 that's uh, a little bit over two years old, and it's just died. Now I understand. And, uh,
0: let's be clear. That's the that's the new iPad. Remember, it's not the iPad three. It's a third generation. <laughs> but remember, they called it the new iPad.
1: <laughs> right,
0: crazy. Anyway, when did you buy? It? Do you know exactly when you
1: bought it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought it in August two thousand and
0: twelve. August twenty twelve. And where did you buy it from?
1: Uh, the Apple Store in Sydney.
0: Okay, and uh, you live in Port Macquarie, right?
1: Yes. So what's yes. happened to it? Well, look, uh, my wife went to use it the other day and just nothing. And she said, oh, I mustn't have put it on the charger. So, you know, I put it on the charger, nothing. Uh, and straight away sort of had a look on, on the web and uh, sort of hold down the, the start button and the home button. yeah, tried all those things. I swapped chargers. I swapped cables and... Nothing was working, and I went to a local Apple store, and, and they said, oh, we look, we've got a special charger that we can put it on, come back in an hour or so. And I came back, and they said, no, nah, definitely nothing's working. And I said, well, what do we do about Sorry, that? So where was this?
0: What what sort of store was this?
1: Oh, look, it's a, an Apple dealership, just, yep. a, you know, just an Apple dealer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, good service. I've had a bit of fair bit to do with them. I normally, you mm-hmm. know, bought... I've been buying apples for a long time, uh, yep. or Macs for a long time. I, I uh, was saying to someone the other day, I, I think I paid about twenty thousand for a twenty megabyte SE and a and a three hundred DPI laser rider in about nineteen eighty eight. Wow! So, uh, I've, got, <laughs> I've been buying a few of them, you know, over the years. You're what you what uh, we would but, refer
0: to as a loyal customer. Oh, uh,
1: look. A couple of container loads over the years, for sure, <laughs> and uh, and I'm sure that at the time they probably offered me uh, Apple Care on this, and because of you know my experience with Apple, I, I would have said no, nah, don't need it. You know, I, I had a SE30 that I ran as a file server for, so honestly, it would have run unplugged.
0: Yeah. And now, is it leading edge computers at Port Macquarie?
1: No, no, no. It was uh, the one at Coffs Harbour, Coffs Computing.
0: Okay. But you're in port,
1: right? I was. but Look, I was, I was up there, and I, I know the guys there, sort of, yeah. uh, you know, from years ago. So, I so just called in there the first
0: first thing I would say. So, obviously, they've they've not offered you an, a a repair or a fix on it, have they?
1: No, look, they said it's it's pretty well. Uh, you know, that's that's what happens to them, and when it's something like that, uh, they don't they don't do repairs there, and there's really sort of not much you can do with it.
0: Okay. Now I go, I just went to the Apple website cuz I thought well I, you would never get this uh on um in an Apple store you know if if I took that to an Apple store you you're going to get one of two things you're going to get oh no we'll fix it we'll replace it whatever or you know for a you know for a fee you can maybe buy a newer one or something right but but much discounted you know kind of like a um an in kind trade or something like that now Right. you're not getting that kind of service so so that's weird for me that's not what I would expect from Apple and it's because it's not an Apple store of course now the the thing is when I go to the Apple website I see a company called Leading Edge Computers Port Macquarie listed as the product service specialists you know authorised yeah. service specialists for Apple computers on Apple iPad iPod Apple TV uh, Mac and Beats that's what it says on the Apple website so my, f- I'd like you to go there first. I'd like you to go to this leading edge computers who allegedly are at two slash one seventy one Lake Road, Port Macquarie. I want to know what they say. I want to know what they say when you present your your device. Now, a couple of things to be armed with in terms of information. You are well and truly covered by Australian consumer law. Australian consumer law is. Basically, a, a, a reform under all the states and territories that started, I think it was in January 2011, and uh, and basically, you know, it says that things should work within reason. You know, it, it do- doesn't say, it doesn't have a date, it doesn't say that, you know, for three years an iPad should work, but it becomes this kind of you know judgment call by everyone involved that you can you can have some sense of understanding before you go to fair trade now in your circumstance that device is like a couple of months over 2 years old i would be very annoyed very annoyed if my ipad 3 third generation was not working i have in front i have in front of me an ipad 1 uh, an ipad 2 and my kids play with two iPad 2s, and we have an iPad 1 in the kitchen, okay? So I've got a couple of iPads, and they're all working I'm fine. Sure
1: if I, I'm sure if I bought long-life milk, it'd have a greater expiry date than that.
0: Well, yeah, uh, that's my point. Two,
1: two and a half years.
0: That's my point. So you you should you should certainly not walk away from this... Um, not, I'm not going to call it a battle right now. It's just a, a quest to get that thing fixed. Your first port of call should be that authorised um, service centre in Port Macquarie. Um, you should go in there just blindly saying, you know, it's not, it's, it's not working. Um, you know, ring them up, make an appointment, tell them that, you know, you need a, an Apple iPod, iPad looked at and that they're the authorised, um, you know, service centre. Find out what they say and, and then make a decision on what's next. Now, if they do similarly to the last joint and basically turn you away, I want you to back on the blower to me. I want to know about it immediately because I'll talk to Apple then. But I don't want to talk to Apple until you've tried their authorised service centre. Does that make sense? Yeah, Um. So if you get no luck with your authorised service centre, I want to talk to Apple on your behalf, but I want to talk to them and let them know that you have already tried what they would normally recommend and that, you know, whatever the outcome was, whether the treatment is, you know, useful or not. Fair enough. All right. Um, well, I would be amazed, and, and certainly from my point of view, there's no way that you shouldn't be able to get that thing fixed. Now, there may be a fee for fixing it, yeah? So, well, you know, well, absolutely, just like getting a, a car serviced. Even if it's yeah, a warranty it's, issue, you might need to pay the labour or something. But I I feel comfortable that you should get that device working again or be provided with a you know refurbished replacement at very low, if not no cost.
1: Oh, well, look, this. If there's some way forward, I'd be very grateful.
0: All right, give it a try. I want you to go to Leading Edge Computers, ring them up, make an appointment, go and see them, and then get back in touch with me. Let me know what happens, okay? Yes,
1: I will for sure. Good on you, Robert,
0: and thanks for getting in touch.
1: Thank, thanks for your help. Thank you. Bye. Good on
0: you. And uh, you can get in touch as well if you've got a problem, a question, or a comment about anything technology in your life. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. Let's keep going with calls. ahead, Grant. Hello, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate?
2: Um, just bought a new car, well, you know, an old second-hand car, but new enough. But it's got an old uh, tape deck in it. Mm-hmm. And um saw your uh, YouTube clip of the CarPlay you put in your little master.
0: Apple CarPlay, yeah, the pioneer Yeah, the head pioneer.
2: Unit. Beautiful. So just, and I've just done a bit of research, mm-hmm. you know, basic research, and they had, they had three models. And um, I just want to know. What, you know what model did you put in your car, and is it worth the DAB, whatever that stands for? Yes. it worth, you know, paying The money for. Where do you that? live? Where do you live, mate? South Australia.
0: Uh, in the in Adelaide.
2: No, uh, an hour out of Adelaide.
0: So that I would say to you right now, that rules out DAB. DAB is digital audio broadcasting. It's like the new version of radio, AM, FM, now digital. But yep. it, would, it only works in in the capital cities, um, and I'd be amazed if you get. You might get. You might be on the outskirts because Mount Barker is actually a. From memory, there's transmitters out there, isn't there? Is that up in the hills?
2: Yes, it's in the hills. Yeah.
0: Um. That's interesting. What's the? Let me just uh do something here while I'm while I'm talking to you. Uh, DigitalRadioPlus.com.au dot com the website that. that Promotes digital radio. Oh, there it is. Lovely. Uh, Can I get digital? What's your postcode?
2: 5251.
0: 5251. Let's see what their coverage map says. No, your postcode is not expected to receive digital radio. So, uh, no luck there. So, basically, no to the the DAB. Not an important feature. But there are other differences uh, about those head units. And the number one I would say to you is that, and, and now I'll be clear, um, I was provided that stereo by Pioneer because they knew I was going to do the CarPlay um, review. The issue I had was I was so desperate to get it that I just went with whatever I could get that week, and I didn't want to hold off for two days or one week for, um, for the next model up. And the next bottle ups have uh, a capacitive, no, sorry, resistive touchscreen. Now, the touchscreen um, technology is very, very different. Do you remember the first kind of tablets um, and, and kind of touchscreen interfaces where you had to kind of push down? Yep. You had to really push down as opposed to on your iPhone. You really just got to have your finger just laying on the on the front of it there.
2: Um, so, uh, so you're saying it's not as sophisticated as the iPhone?
0: That's correct. So, okay. so capacitive touch is what you have on an iPhone. Uh, resistive touch is what I have in my Mazda on the Pioneer. Capacitive touch is two things. It's it's easier to touch when you reach over and just tap the screen. It also is kind of a more, it's just a better, better look. It's a flusher, kind of more um, glossy look as well on, on the screen. And I think that's my only negative about the Pioneer that I've got is it's a bit kind of washed out when you look at it. Um, but it's still fantastic, don't get me wrong. So mine is the bottom model. Um, ignore the DAB part. I can't remember what else are the differences, but I think both of the other ones have, capacitive touch so you you could go well with either of those but to be honest you're not going to be disappointed with the resistive touch you've just got to get used to it because you used to you used to just tap on a screen whereas you've just got to give that little tiny weeny bit of extra force with the uh, resistive touch so you can't get digital radio so that's not an issue you've really just got to make your decision based on um based on the the other features of them i'm not sure what other features differentiate them Do, do you remember off the top of your head
2: no, no, because um, I haven't really got into it. Because when I started looking, at there's three models. I go, eh. yeah, yeah. So, um, what, you know, what's the difference in them, and is it worth, you know, the most expensive with DAB? That's what I wanted to know. But
0: so, so I'm looking at mine. Is the X eight six fifty BT, um, the Avic nine sixty DAB, um, has a different layout on the screen. Let's. I'm just going to click on Learn More to to see what it's got. It looks like it's got a bigger screen. So it looks like it's screen size that's different about those. So that's a 6.1-inch versus the uh, F60 I think, yeah. might have it's a
2: slightly, seven, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's... Let me just see here. Bluetooth, yada, yada, yada. Geez, they're going about all the features. Any chance of just telling me how big it is? It um, doesn't actually say, <laughs> funnily enough. Overview, features. Yeah, 7-inch. So basically, it's probably screen size, Um and you know the other thing is they're very they're very adaptable, so you can obviously plug reversing cameras into them and all that kind of jazz, mate. How old's the car? Uh, two
2: thousand and eight.
0: Yeah. So you are kind of like me, I've got a two thousand and ten Mazda. You get the base model one, it it literally gives your car a whole new lease of life. So I, I think yeah. you'd be very happy with the base model one. And you know uh-huh. if, if you're going to go in, go go to the point of like going to Adelaide and have a look at a car stereo store, they'll have them there. You can play around with them, see what you like. Mm. But no I worries. you won't be disappointed with the base model one but just make sure you understand the difference between the two touch screens and also you have a look at the touch screen you have a look at the screens to see the color kind of how it pops out on a uh, on a uh, on a capacitive touch screen it just it just looks more vibrant
2: Yep all
0: right good on you Grant thanks for getting in touch buddy
2: All no right thank you for the call back
0: No worries mate and uh, you can get in touch as well just go to the website eftm.com.au Last night at a gala event in Sydney, which, to know, to earn more brownie points, I, I, I didn't attend because my my mother was here, right? My mother over a big gala event. Um, Tesla um, finally launched in Australia officially. They delivered their first nine cars to customers. Um, they showed off all their other cars that they've got. They've got five or six um, show cars in Australia. Probably really got eight or nine now because there's they've also opened officially as of today the tenth uh, of December they've opened their Artarman in Sydney Artarman showroom, and that will become their service center so in the Artarman showroom now i 've been to the San Jose showroom of Tesla cars and it is um, it is reasonably big there's just two cars there and what they call a skateboard and the Artarman showroom has as much, same two two diff, two cars and the Tesla skateboard, which I'll explain in a minute as well as you know, merchandise, a huge customer lounge, a reception area, a whole stack of stuff. Um, it's a, a very interesting model that they have. Now, to go back a step, the Tesla is a fully electric car. Now, I, I'll talk to you next week about my full review of the car. That'll be published uh, later this week. Um, but essentially, it's a fully electric car, 100% electric. There's no engine, no oil, no exhaust, no nothing. It's just an electric motor and a bunch of batteries, and it's like a scale electric, stop and go. Uh, accelerate or, or don't. Um, obviously, it has brakes as well because you can slow it down. Uh, but fully electric. And um, and you uh, you charge it at your home overnight or at a supercharging station, which uh, you can read about all of the supercharger locations that will be available in Australia by 2016 or the end of 2016, basically covering Mel- Brisbane to uh, to Melbourne uh, on eftm.com.au. And um, the... The, the point is, the car is stunning, it's spectacular. It's 100 grand plus, depending on how you spec it up. And they have a very transparent system in some ways. <clears throat> Not transparent, and they don't release sales numbers or anything like that, but transparent that you can go to the Tesla Motors website, choose Australia, choose the car, and price it out in every state. And it shows you the stamp duty, shows you the luxury tax, shows you everything about the car's price. And you can have it state by state. Um, and you buy it online. You buy the car online. There is no salespeople at their dealerships. Now, of course, if you want to buy a car in their dealership, they will take you to a computer and they will sign you up that way. But there is no salesperson in the old school sense. You buy the car, you get an uh, an email, you get to track your car being built, you get a delivery date, and then you turn up at the showroom and you have the car delivered to you. And you charge it at their supercharger or you charge it at home um, in the supplied charger, which you then have to get installed yourself beautiful cars, have a look later in the week for our full review of the Tesla Model S and uh, check out the supercharger locations and other things right now at eftm.com.au Thank you for listening, this is Your Tech Life. Jump on the interwebs, get in touch, eftm.com.au or on Twitter, uh, at Trevor Long. G'day, Michael.
3: Hello, Trevor, how are you been?
0: Good, mate, what can I do for you?
3: Good, good. I recently purchased a new 55-inch uh Sony uh, TV, one of the 3D ones, and um, I've hit a bit of a problem two months in where the actual power has gone altogether, so the unit won't turn on at all, and I'm just wondering where does it stand in the sense of what classifies as a, still a new product and being able to get it replaced straight away, or a requirement of technicians to come and fix the problem on a new item?
0: So when did, um, you, when did you buy it again, sorry?
3: Uh, first week of October, so first it's been about two months now. Do you still have the box? Uh, the box itself, unfortunately, because it's very large. No, I don't yeah. carry the box anymore, but um, yes, yeah, so I personally sort of still classify it as newish or new, mm. so it could be up for a replacement, but um, it's been more like they've got to send a technician out, wait a week, find a part, replace it on what could be a new item anyway. It's
0: a great question. I don't have the answer to off the top of my head, and I'd like to find out for you as quick as I can. Um I mean, I guess with anything else, you just take it back and you demand that They just fall
3: over, you know? Yeah. I've taken. But I've it's a big TV, right? People, guys. Yeah. And there are more... We won't give you one until Sony advises what the problem is. So it's more a stalemate of waiting to decide who caused the problem or what caused the problem and can it be fixed before wanting to replace it because they don't deem it as new anymore.
0: And what a... So, they, so they've actually said that to you, we don't deem it as new.
3: Yeah. As, oh, that's what the purchaser I bought it from. And when I called Sony, who um, the warranty is weird advice, we'll need to send somebody out first to look at the problem before doing anything further.
2: Wow. Well,
0: um, it's a great question. I think in the end you better, I mean, I'd be bloody quickly, as quick as you can, I'd be I'd be getting a technician out for sure um, because, you know, those things can sometimes take days to organise. Um, yeah,
3: they've so waited a week so far for a for tech.
0: Oh, and that, so you've actually booked one?
3: Yeah, and they said they'll need to order a part first prior to coming out to look at it, but I don't... So it's more the process, and I asked them, it'd be easier if you just replace it, because it is, I deem, it's still a new TV, but as they say, it's outside 30 days' worth of purchase. It's wow. now up to be repaired rather than replaced.
0: So basically, they've said to you that 30 days is around the... is the new cycle. Yeah. And I guess there has to be a limit, doesn't there? There has to be at some point. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. Well, look, um, I've got your details. I'm gonna I'm going to ask the Department of Fair Trading in New South Wales... Um, and I'm also going to throw it up to Sony. Um, so stay there. I'll get all your, all you uh, a few extra details, and um, we'll see if we can, at the very least, escalate things so that it happens a bit quicker for you. All right?
3: I appreciate it, Trevor.
0: Good on you, mate. Uh, stay there. I'll get more details from you. And if you've got a question at home... Uh, send me an email, go to the website eftm.com.au or you can call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon, your tech, tech life, life with
1: Trevor Long. Long.
0: Questions, problems, anything about technology, get in touch, say g'day and uh, join me on the phone. Uh, g'day Wendy.
4: Hello, how are you going?
0: Good, what can I do for you?
4: Okay, um, we're just switching over from ADSL to um, cable high, what's it called? High whatever. I don't know. HFC. I H. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Um, we're just switching over, and we've been told to get Wi-Fi. We need um, a router, but uh-huh. I'm not sure if if we should go with the one that Ionet provide, or you know, if we should look, Ionet. you getting... around. Where do you live, or... Wendy? In Geelong, in, in Geelong. Victoria
0: and Ionet provide cable internet in Geelong. Mm, yes, I had I absolutely no idea. I thought you could only get cable. <laughs> I thought you could only get cable with Telstra or Optus.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, we weren't actually really... I can't even think how we became aware of it now, but we, um, I think it was just that we were sick of... Um, <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on really their website. I'm
0: on their website. It says super fast cable internet now available in Geelong, Mildura and Ballarat. Wowee. <laughs> There you go. There you I go. learned something from you, Wendy. Now, so so your question <laughs> is how do I get Wi-Fi in the home, yeah?
4: Yeah, well, <clears throat> what's what's the best router? Um, someone said you don't want a modem com- modem-router modem combo, just Definitely get a router. Definitely not because and- the
0: modem-router is useless to you now because the modem that comes with Ionet is really... Cable modems are very, very different to ADSL modems. They're very mm. specific um, and there's really no need to... Uh, um, go go looking for a new modem because Ionet's going to provide you with something that does great fast internet, right? So no issue there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the question is, what um what's the capability of the modem that they give you? So do they tell you that their modem doesn't provide Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, that's right.
4: Really? Yeah, yeah. And we've actually we do actually have that their cable modem, yeah. and all it's got is um Plugs. you know Plugs the actual that. aerial cable. Yeah. And then the the one, like Ethernet cable or oh, whatever right. you call it, um, yeah. to to plug into um, the the computer. Which that's what my husband's done at the moment. So he's running yeah. on. We're on two different services at the moment. He's running yeah, on right. that, and I'm on the old one on the okay. on the so, old Wi-Fi. So
0: then you you need what is very much. So you're on the right track. You know exactly what you need. You need a router. Um and the question yep. is is kind of how much do you bother spending on it because you can go extreme and you can go simple. Now, remember that yep. the the problem with most routers is they provide great speeds but the speed is limited only by your internet connection, but you've now got yourself some decent internet. Um hmm. so you want to invest in a decent router. Now, okay. all the big companies D-Link, uh, Belkin, um you know they're all Netgear, obviously, who are you know, a sponsor of my other mm. podcast. To declare, they all provide fantastic yeah. uh, routers, and yeah. and you should look for one. What you should look for is one that talks about the NBN or it talks about wireless AC. Wireless AC okay. is is the fastest available Wi-Fi connection you can have. Some okay. of your um, some of your devices won't be compatible with that, but you're future proofing yourself. So my personal oh, okay. preference is is a Netgear Nighthawk, which is, I've tested both models of the Netgear Nighthawk. They're unbelievable. They provide excellent mm. speed. They also have a thing called beamforming, which actually directs the signal to to the devices as you go around the home. So mm. those are the kind of things you want to look for. Um, wow, and you, okay. you're going to end up paying $300 for a good router, though.
4: How much? 300?
0: $300,
2: yep.
4: Yeah, you
0: know, okay. uh, If you spend 300 today... You're not going to buy a new router for years. You know, it should be three years before you need to talk about getting a new router. And mm. you certainly won't need to touch that modem ever again because you'll do all your configuration in, in the router. And, you know, out of the box, easy to set up, um, um, great stuff. And, and the great thing, you want to look for one that does at the very least your minimum requirements, Wendy, are dual band mm. Now the okay. reason the reason to get Jill banned, and people might get sick of me banging on about this, but it's become a really critical learning of mine. If if you've got one Wi-Fi network in your home, and you mm-hmm. connect five devices to it, and one of those devices is let's say a laptop that's three years old, and it mm-hmm. has maybe not the latest Wi-Fi, it connects at fifty megabits per second or twenty mega, megabits per second, and then you've got yeah. a brand new MacBook or iPhone which can connect at hundreds of megabits. Do you know what speed they connect at?
4: Mm, Twenty. That's the
0: slowest one. Correct. So that's why you yeah, have dual band. I
4: think I've heard band. you say that before.
0: Actually, Good. It's working. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so look for something that's dual band at the very least. Look for something that has wireless AC and stick with the big brands: Belkin, mm. Netgear, D-Link, um, Linksys, and uh, and you'll you'll be on a winner. And my personal recommendation, not just because they're responsive, but because I use them, is the Netgear Nighthawk.
4: Okay. All right, yep, Wendy. Yep, Good yep. luck. Mm, You're right. lucky. So devil.
0: that does all of that. Do you know what speed the the, uh, the cable that they give you is?
4: Um, we had a choice. There were um, like four different levels, and we oh, took they do the too. Look at that. Yeah. 20, 25 stroke something. I can't remember
0: Which now. Which is basically <laughs> NBN speeds. You know what? They offer speeds faster than Telstra. They've got this one hundred slash eight. Uh, But Mm -hmm. that's probably, that's your theoretical maximum. I've never got anywhere near 8 megabits upload speeds. I'd love to know, Wendy, if you could email me, not right now, but just email me when you get a chance. I'd love you to do, on that computer that your husband has plugged in directly to that modem, I want you to go to speedtest.net. And I want want you to do a speed test and I want you to do a couple of them and I want you to email me what speed you're getting uploads and downloads. Because you've paid paid for 25.5. I'd love to know what you're getting.
4: Okay, yeah, I think he did that yesterday. Well, I can't remember what he, said he, what he mm. said he got, but yeah, I'll get him to do it again. Let
0: me know, I'd love to find out. Mm. Good <laughs> on you, Wendy, and thanks for getting in touch. Good luck with your shopping.
4: Right. Fantastic, thank Good you.
0: <laughs> and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. It might sound crazy one, but
4: I'm about to
0: listening, Uh, thank you for getting in touch, everyone who did and if you've got a question, a problem or anything about technology, please jump on the website Um, just send me an email eftm.com.au is all you've got to do and uh, I'll get in touch, say good day. I'll try and help you out as best I can Uh, and also of course um, you can ring me on 1800 157 157 or you can jump on the Twitter at Trevor Long and while you're there follow at Your Tech Life and uh, hey, while you're there, why not follow at EFTM as well um, I should do my weekly check of the um, of the iTunes store. Um, I'll do it live on the air here as we speak. Uh, Your Tech Life in the iTunes Podcast Store uh, ratings and reviews. Uh, most recent. What have we got? December the ninth. Oh, hello! Excellent, reliable podcast by J- D'Angelo Barksdale. It's a very formal name. Uh, Trevor Long has been reliably tuning, uh, turning out. <laughs> Helpful podcast for quite a while now. Strikes a good balance between product news, technology updates, helping callers aimed at non-nerd, not all, not at all intimidating and digestible half-hour chunks. Sometimes a little bit more. Highly recommended. Thank you, Dan Jello, uh, from BG. Trevor rocks. Are uh, you rock? Best Aussie tech podcast and tech journal for anyone who wants to keep up with current gadget tech news, Aussie tech entrepreneurs. Fun to listen to any time. Keep me up to date with inter- and entertained for three months overseas. Um, thank you very much. Now December the fourth was that um, was that this would it, be in this this period. Very informative. From not at all happy. It's an interesting name to have on iTunes. Look forward to this podcast every week. Find Trevor's reviews and advice very helpful. Keep up the good work. Don't stop doing this podcast. Brilliant. Um, I'm speaking to a couple of companies who have little tiny products, which I think we might be able to throw out to the odd person here on the uh, on the reviews. Um, and frankly, D'Angelo, if you can provide me with some evidence that you provided that review, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to send you a Garmin Vivo Fit. You can either give it to someone for Christmas or get fitness happening in your life, D'Angelo. Thanks for your uh, feedback and thank you to everyone for your feedback. You can go to the iTunes store either on your phone or on your computer itunes store go to the podcast go to your tech life and join the hundreds of people who have uh, left ratings and made it the most rated not only the highest rated but the most rated technology podcast in australia thank you for listening thank you for downloading we'll be back again next week on your tech life